Hey guys, this is Andres from the Ventura County Squawk Box. On today's episode, episode four, we have Supervisor Carmen Ramirez, District 5 Supervisor for the, uh, for the County of Ventura. Um, she emphasizes the importance of uh, opportunity in the city, uh, how she had uh, and took advantage of the opportunities that she was given, and she wants to make sure that youth in the county uh, do the same. So uh, enjoy the show. Uh, please like and subscribe and share, and I'll talk to you guys in a while. Uh, Supervisor Ramirez, um, District 5 Supervisor for the County of Ventura, thank you for making time for me today. Um, per your bio and what I know um, from uh, uh, people we have in common, um, uh, Supervisor, past City Council member, um, lawyer, activist in the community, uh, quite a long list of um, accomplishments. Um, can you give us a, I guess, introduction on who you are and I guess why why you feel that being involved in the community at all the levels that you have been is uh, so important? Wow, what a question. A lot of questions there. Um, I just have to say, for the most part, I'm just very lucky to have been given opportunities, starting when, you know, with opportunities to go to college and to then go to law school and then get um, a great career as a legal aid attorney, which I did for more than 25 years in our community. And then having the opportunity to work for the Superior Court, helping people who did not mostly did not speak English, mostly Spanish speakers. That's the other language I try to do my best at. Mm -hmm. And uh, working in the Colonia, where, where I started as a legal aid attorney uh, when I first came to the county in 1978. And then um, seeing an opportunity to run for elected office for Oxnard City Council. Um, I, I have been in eight political campaigns, election campaigns mm -hmm. in uh since 2008 and um it's been quite a learning experience quite um it's not for the faint of heart to right. do that they keep doing it um i won all but uh two elections and i'm very grateful that i won the election for county supervisor this last november 2020 <clears throat> Why do this? Well, you know, I'd have to look back at my childhood. I grew up in a neighborhood very much like the Colonia mm -hmm. in Oxnard. I grew up in uh, Pico Viejo in, in San Gabriel Valley, in Pico Rivera. Okay. And um, I just observed and learned a lot about what happens when people don't have equal access to justice, education, healthcare, good jobs, and a future. And when you're a young person, I think even the littlest kid recognizes injustice. Mm -hmm. You didn't get what your brother got. Right. You didn't get the right, you didn't get the same toy. Uh, you didn't get the right size piece of cake. You know <laughs> what injustice is. You know when you're perhaps punished for something you didn't do or not totally your fault, your brother your sister does something and you're all going to be punished, you know, collective punishment. 
Right. So I think we're all born with a sense of justice, no matter where you are from. And that's something that really stuck with me. And then knowing that there was such a thing as a lawyer and a law degree and a criminal and civil justice system made me want to do that, uh, to defend people. And perhaps it some, had something to do with the fact that I was one of seven children uh, and I had a number of experiences in my childhood where I felt that my family, uh, me personally, and my community was not being treated fairly and justly. And it kind of sticks with you. It starts in school sometimes when you feel that uh, perhaps you're being not given the same opportunity because of who your parents are, mm -hmm. what your last name is. And um, just, I, I was just lucky though, because I was a beneficiary of the civil rights movement. I got to go to college on a scholarship. And then I got to go to law school on a scholarship and they actually paid me to go. I actually mm -hmm. got a stipend every, you'll be interested in this. Um, I got a stipend every month when I was at Loyola Law School. I was paid $200 a month for my living expenses. And I literally could live on $200 a month Mm. I had my own apartment. Um, I took public transportation. I did have a little job, but I, I think back now, what $200 will buy you is maybe a week's worth of groceries. <laughs> yeah. And will not pay your rent. For sure. Pay your housing. So, um, you know, I could go on and on about that. And I just had a great career. So I, I feel like I've expanded my career working for justice for people to making helping to make policy decisions for our community that are in the best interest of everyone mm -hmm. the health of my my platform is health in all policies whether it's mental health environmental health the health of our cities our finances health in all policies and i'm just very grateful to be there it right now is not a fun time to be in elected office I can't imagine anybody thinks it's fun because <laughs> of COVID, because of finances, because of the divides that we have in our community. So I'll the Ventura County Squawk Box is brought to you by the Ventura County Financial Times, uh, the only Ventura County magazine that focuses on financial matters local to Ventura County, uh, written by financial experts within the county. Uh, visit us at vcfinancialtimes.com to sign up to be a writer or contributor to the magazine to ask about advertising or to subscribe launching in winter 2021 and now back to the show i'll let you ask questions now <laughs> no that was a very that was a, a very good answer it came from you know your your past experience you, you turned it uh wanting to give give back to the community. And uh, I think what I heard there is you want everyone to have uh, opportunity to not necessarily um, things handed to them, but you had lots of opportunities, you you made the best of them, you took advantage of them and uh, were able to have a long career um, yes. because of that. So and you want you want to make sure that the other one, everyone else has the same opportunities that, that you did. And you know, I think that I'm the kind of person sometimes I I run into people or I know people, my neighbors, my family members who are not really interested in what's going on 
in their community. They're just trying to live their life and pay the bills and, and keep everything together. And they don't have time for it. They may not have the interest. They may not feel they're invited to know what's going on, mm-hmm. which is a problem. And I feel like I'm just one of those people. I, I couldn't say, well, gee, let somebody else do it. Or mm-hmm. I don't really care about what's going on. Uh, I, I just I just can't imagine being that person. So that's me, not mm-hmm. everybody, for sure. Yeah, I, I recently turned that new leaf. Uh, I'm, in, I'm on a, uh, a CAG for the for the city. Um, Which one? The Community Relations Committee. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Yeah, and I'm on the Public Safety Subcommittee. We just I just spoke with uh, um, uh, Chief Benitez yesterday for a few minutes just to introduce ourselves. But yeah, I mean, I was uh, of the um, type that, you know, I don't have time, I, don't, I can't do this. And now I recently re- uh, realized that, no, you got to make time to to do this because, you know, I have four children and I wanted, you know, make sure that they're heard and taken care of and have opportunities as well. Right, 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 right. So county supervisor for mostly uh, Oxnard area. It's Oxnard, it's El Rio unincorporated as part of the beach communities uh, that are not in the city of Oxnard. What um, are in the city, I should say, but the district is greater, it's, it's Oxnard, El Rio, and uh, unincorporated beach communities, part of it. I share that with Supervisor Long, and I share, um, it, we're on the, I'm on the boundary of District 1, which is Matt Levere's district, which is actually everything from Gonzales over to River Park, and, and he goes on up to Ojai, mm-hmm. to Los Padres, and the Rincon. So what are the, um, what do you bring to, the, I, mean, I guess my question is, uh, coming from Oxnard City Council, um, what things are you looking to change or improve in your, uh, in a relatively new position as uh, county supervisor? Well, you know, you can't do, just like on city council, you can't do anything on your own. You have to get your colleagues to agree. Before that, you have to get the community to support that mm-hmm. and of course support you for running for office. The things that I ran on was the health issue. It is envi- the environment. And I'll say it's not, I like to say it's about making our county and our city more modern rather than uh, like I'm just a tree hugger, which <laughs> I am a tree hugger. Mm-hmm. Oh, we gotta have trees, they're mm-hmm. so important. But uh, it is about how do we be more modern and look and see what is coming at us, the challenges we have economically, certainly health-wise, public mm-hmm. health-wise, and um, the environment. We are living in a, a coastal community. So I'm sitting here in Oxnard. The temperature right now, I could even tell you, it might even be a little chilly, um, but people in other parts of the county are perhaps uh, suffering from, I know Los Angeles is 80, uh, I'm at 66 and it's yeah. always, you know, you live in Oxnard, you know, yeah. it's always nice and cool. Sometimes it's cool, I still have a sweater on, um, but other parts of the county are gonna be very heat impacted. It impacts our agriculture. It impacts the health of our, our children, especially. And so I'm interested in environmental health 
public health. I'm interested in especially conserving our water resources. We're in a drought. It's uh, the city, the county of Ventura has been designated as an ex extreme drought. Mm -hmm. There's a worse category than that. And we just have to prepare for this reduction in water. We have to conserve water. Uh, don't let it just be wasted either on unnecessary things or lawns or leaks and pipes. So I'm interested in water. Mm -hmm. I'm interested in, in more electrification uh, because electric cars are coming mm -hmm. and we need places to plug them in. Our manufacturers, the market is determining this. It's not just the people who care about clean air and climate change. It is the, the manufacturers are saying, we've got to transition from fossil fuel vehicles. Mm -hmm. You may have seen the president driving a F-150. Right. Did you see that? Yep. Um, that's the most popular vehicle sold by Ford. And now there's a possibility it's going to be electric. And it is very uh, speedy. It's not, yeah. it isn't just, you know, moving along slowly. It's going to be powerhouse. So we got to get ready for that. We have to make sure our electrical grid is up for it. Mm -hmm. We have our charging stations and we have affordable electric vehicles. So uh, I'm interested in that. I'm interested in education for youth. I'm not on a school board. I'm not a teacher, but I'm interested in the opportunities for our young people because, you know, there's that cliched phrase, you know, that's our future, but it's our present too. If we're not doing everything we can to make young people feel productive, mm -hmm. that they have a future. And what a hard year it's been for them uh, being on Zoom and being on, um, not able to see friends, having maybe some of them had to do a lot of childcare. Mm -hmm. uh, just a really tough year. I can't imagine what it would be like to be a young person. And then you're looking at your future. There's opportunities for some who are more from more privileged backgrounds or who had more opportunities. But we've got to make sure those opportunities are for our young people of Oxnard who are struggling a bit. You know, it seems to me they have the capacity, they have uh, the skills they need, like I needed when I was in high school. I needed somebody to say, you can do this. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to work hard, but you can do this. And if you don't have those mentors and teachers and caring adults and the resources, it just looks impossible. And I know that we have a lot of crime in our, and violence in our homes. I'm very concerned about domestic violence and what the impact it has on every single one of us. Mm -hmm. if, if you've been experienced domestic violence as a young person, it just, there's PTSD, it just doesn't go away. You have to, to deal with it, we have to deal with it as a community. So though I would say those are the major things I'm concerned about. I'm concerned about fiscal responsibility and our county has done a great job and I've learned more and more since I've been there about the reserves and the fiscal conservative. I am a fiscal conservative, a social, mm -hmm. you know, liberal is not exactly the word, but everybody should have the opportunity to thrive and live their lives the way that, the way that God made them, mm -hmm. you know? And that certainly includes marginalized communities, disabled people, gay folks, LGBTQ plus people, our, our indigenous family, 
members here. Um, so there you go. In, in a nutshell, well, it sounds like com community is a big, a big thing for you, uh, and the community at large taking responsibility for um, what's going on around them. Um, starting, right. starting, I guess, in the home, in the environment, and um, I guess if you take care of those two things, I mean, everything else will fall into place. We hope so. Yeah, hope so. Yeah. You know, the other thing I will mention is disaster preparedness because. Mm -hmm we are going to have big earthquakes sometime, maybe not in my lifetime, but maybe this mm -hmm. afternoon, we mm -hmm. don't know. And we need to be prepared for that because it isn't just the loss of uh, life that's potential, but it is the loss of our businesses and our homes. Right now, we have a tremendous housing crisis. Mm -hmm. What if we lost a, a good percentage of the homes that people live in? Where would people go? They can't go anywhere now. We don't have enough proper housing for people. So I'm really looking at that. So when you're a county supervisor, when you're a city council person, or when you're a community person, you might have one special thing you really care about, water, health, education, whatever. But you have to see how this all intersects. Mm -hmm. Because um, I always feel that if you don't pay attention to a problem in your city or your house or in your body, it's going to take you over and it's right. going to take all your resources, personal and financial and emotional. Yeah. You want to, you want to nip it in the bud, so to speak. Exactly. Yeah. Um, what, um, I guess, memory or, or accomplishment that you had when you were on the city council in Oxnard brings you the most joy, if you can pick one. Well, I, I do think it's our environmental efforts mm -hmm. to stop uh, toxic um, industries from coming to our city or continuing. Mm -hmm. We're not finished with that yet, but I, I voted to uh, save Ormond Beach from development. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't in the majority. The then mayor, uh, Flynn, and I were in the minority when we first got on council to stop uh, proposed indu almost industrial development, Ormond Beach. Mm -hmm. And uh, although we didn't win, it went to court and it was defeated. And that means today we still have Ormond Beach intact and not with development, which would have made it impossible to be the wildlife refuge economic engine that it, it is going to be. Mm -hmm. It's gonna take a while, but it's gonna be I'm also very pleased that we stopped the, uh, we, I won't say we stopped, but we challenged the Puente power plant uh, at Mandalay, mm -hmm. which was gonna be an old obsolete technology, uh, continuing Oxnard's having to bear the burden of industrial facilities on our coast, mm -hmm. which other cities haven't had to do. And instead, we have a 100 megawatt battery storage facility in El Rio, away from residents that has provided great jobs, clean energy. They've invested in the water system there. And uh, that's the future. And that's what I say. We will need to be modern. We need to look at the future and not just be stuck with, I call it the horse and buggy economy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would, I would say, yeah, um, uh, I've always thought that the beach was well, it's good for locals that nobody 
uh, that it's um, not as popular as other beaches, but I, I always thought that it was underutilized as a, as a, you know, source to bring people in and not businesses in. Um, hopefully that changes here with the new, I guess, agreement that the um, Harbor has, we get more touristy type business and not industry type business taking over our shoreline. Yeah. You know, um, we also have a super fun site. Somebody, mm -hmm. some long, long time ago, way before I got there, decided that a great place for a metal recycling company was on the beach. Mm -hmm. And we're still dealing with it. It's a super fun site. Mm -hmm. The city doesn't have the funds to clean it up. We're looking to the federal government, the EPA super fun folks to provide that. It's going to take a while. But how offensive is that? That that was allowed to happen and it polluted the neighborhood people in that community were breathing the recycled metals toxic mm -hmm. air i mean just unthinkable mm -hmm. today but it yeah. was okay then terrible 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 that's what happens when people aren't engaged in their community and things just happen and the elected officials think who cares right well um hopefully yeah hopefully that's that's uh uh, times are changing and we, we do take more responsibility for what's going on. And yeah, we used to be that, you know, dump it in the river, the ocean, and it'll, it'll oh go away. God. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, it's horrific. And sometimes you could get really depressed to know that DDT and rusting canisters are all over our ocean mm -hmm. off Southern California. Mm -hmm. It's just, we just, but I, I really, resist um, getting despondent over past and current disasters like oil spills and stuff just have to keep going forward for future generations yes exactly well thank you very much for your time i don't want to take up too much more of it you had a busy are day already are we done we just started talking oh, we can talk some more what else do you want to oh i just think it's very important for a community to be engaged and to pressure uh, the elected officials, including me, about what they want. Mm -hmm. But I just want to really emphasize becoming modern and not leave. You know, for a long time, Oxnard was um, kind of left behind in some of the more modern developments, more clean mm -hmm. developments, because we had structural deficit. And I think we're on the right path now in Oxnard. I'm very pleased with how things are going. And I've recently met with the city manager, Mr. Nguyen, and talked mm -hmm. about projects in South Oxnard, mm -hmm. the Sokolo project, some projects with transportation, with biking, uh, with parks. So stay tuned, everybody, because we have some good things coming to Oxnard, but just do stay involved. Uh, don't give up. Don't be cynical. Uh, be Praise what you like. Give constructive criticism if you don't like. Vote. Don't don't think it doesn't count. It counts. Every vote counts. We've had elections in Oxnard where ten votes made the difference. Wow. Winning and losing. Every yeah. vote counts. Well, I, I appreciate you saying that. Um, pressure your elected officials, right? Uh, I get pressured. <laughs> what it is. Yeah, that's what, I mean, that's why, well, like you said, it isn't for the faint of heart, but that's why you run so that you can carry out the wishes of your constituents, right? Right, right. Very good. Well, uh, 
any last parting words? Those were good parting words. We can end it at that. But anything you want to tell everybody? I would just say get vaccinated. Mm -hmm. If you have questions about it, just look around. I've been vaccinated. We've lost so many people. We've lost more than a thousand people in our county. Mm -hmm. Every loss hurts. I know this personally. Mm. And get vaccinated. Vaccination is not just for you. It's for your family and your community. I know there are some people who cannot and who won't uh, for mm. various perhaps legitimate reasons or not legitimate reasons, but it is other people in other countries are begging for it. Here, we're begging people to get vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Please mm -hmm. get vaccinated. Great. Thank you. Thank you very much for your time. And right, I, will, I will give your office a uh, heads up when this posts so you guys can check it out. Thank you so much. Take thank, care. Have thank a good you. one. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. That was Supervisor Carmen Ramirez, District 5 Supervisor for the County of Ventura. Uh, please like and subscribe to this channel. Uh, if you don't see your city official on the list of people that I've interviewed or your city staff, please reach out to them and we can schedule uh, an interview. Uh, thanks for listening. Like and subscribe. And I will talk to you guys next time.